Between the Covers, a series designed around who and what can be done and achieved by patients, planning and working in a community of like-minded, successful people. This podcast series is for anyone looking at becoming a successful published author and those looking to understand the mind of a writer and the goals of a publisher. Proudly sponsored by Shoreline Publishing. Welcome and enjoy. everybody thank you for joining us on between the covers my name is bradley shaw and tonight i'm talking to the lovely shelly cass author of the raiden which is coming out and it's part of the fairy's tale trilogy which shelly is um the author of as well hello shelly thank you so much for joining us tonight thanks for having me and uh yeah how have you been since we last spoke ah oh, pretty well <laughs> <laughs> As you know, got married, managed to... Oh, I was going to say, is there any big news? Yeah, you got married, yay! yay. <laughs> so um, let's get... Let's, I won't get into that because, you know, naturally that's a big event, but let's talk about the next big event, which is The Raiden coming out, the sequel to your first book of the Fairy's Tale trilogy. <laughs> the last one, Arity. That's it, that's it. So what is it that the readers will expect for The Raiden, for the sequel, for the carry-on, the saga? Uh, so each book in the trilogy focuses on the personal development of one of the three, of the three protagonists. So um, the first novel, the physical journey was to get to the forest and that was Kiana's journey to finding to finding herself, to opening up to other people. Um, and the Raiden is about Dallin. So... Um, Dallin is one of the princes and he's going to discover his role in the quest um, and he's going to he's going to need to experience some growth to be able to accept different people um, as this in the prophecy is meant to be um, the leader of all mortal races but he and his people are at war with one of those races so he's going to need to learn to open up. Wow, fantastic. And so do you, you consciously designed the moralities of these characters and stories as well when you wrote them? Or did that sort of a, like, did you plan those out through the stages? It wasn't just a uh, an adventure story, but it was also an emotional and moral story for the characters? It kind of, So this, this um, was a 15-year process. It was a very yeah. long process. And wow. um, we've talked in the past over it, how I was just the little year eight mousy student who... <laughs> got started on something um it all just evolved over time yeah. I just yeah. had light bulb moments and went oh this seems to be happening I'm going to make a thing out of it um so it wasn't intentional but then yeah. it was yeah. <laughs> yeah of course that's the best way to have it so naturally crafting it you probably just wrote it and then you had to go back and chisel it out into the you know the, the way it was going to all piece together and yeah. so so was it was it a conscious decision to when the first book right through to the last book was a conscious decision to put the Blake the breaks and the story trail in or did you find you wrote the first one and then you thought well this has you know spread legs to other areas to to where we can put new stories and then that became Raiden and became 
you know, so was that what, how you wrote it or did you have the plan for all three out first? Like, what was your, what, if I can ask, I'm just curious how, how you structure a trilogy. Uh, back then, I feel like, you know, we're all taught beginning, middle, end. <laughs> <laughs> um, maybe I didn't realise when I got started that it was yeah. going to be so big, but you quickly realise um, how massive the story is getting and how much yep. you need to achieve. Wow. Um, so the beginning, middle, end just happened to carry over three novels. So. That's huge. Yeah. A lot of people don't do that, do they? A lot of people write the first book and then take a break and then think, oh, wow, you know, actually I can see other stories. I can actually see this. But you are saying that you actually just had this story, just a whole thing just unfolding and you found the best way to put it together was to put it into three. Yeah. As well. yep. Yeah. Just evolved that way. That's brilliant. So what is what is it the rating that the readers are going to expect? What You know, is it? Is it a book that they can read individually or they have to read the first one? You'd, you'd want to read the first one to understand the world properly and to understand yeah. the significance yeah. um, of the character growth, I guess. Good, um, yeah. But I think the relationships that um, Dallin in particular is um, developing Mm-hmm. could still just be relatable and interesting enough anyway. Yeah. Um, I enjoyed writing them, so hopefully good. people would enjoy reading them. Good, good. And so um, what are your hopes for this, uh, for the books, for the readers to get out of it? So like, you're, 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 you know, written the book and you've, you've experienced, I think you've had some feedback from readers before. This is a, a second edition. So how have you found this book being received early on in its trial or its earlier release? Um, I've had mixed feedback. I can't yeah. pinpoint um, everyone has a different favourite of the three. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I, for some reason, really like this second one because it is all about yeah. the people rather than needing to, like they are still needing to get somewhere, of course, they're on a quest, but yeah. it's the stuff that's happening between the people that I really like. Yeah. Um, I mean, the whole enemy to, it's the whole frenemy thing that yeah. I enjoy. Yeah. 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 Did you find much rewriting was needed for the second one? Like through the time as you got older and, and, and you got became, like you said, from a year eight girl into becoming older. And we talked about this in the first book, but as you got into the second and third, did you find that your writing improved? You also became more mature in those relationships. And maybe the second one is better because it has more of your own maturity in that expressive narration or do you feel that be relevant? I feel like the first one that was changed, such a yeah. slog. Yeah, the yeah, first so that one was, was so colossal. Yeah, well, you're also doing the crafting of the story. Like you had to, you know, first one is yeah, designing it. So, yeah, second one would, of course, be much, I think, better improved. But did you find yourself, you know, as feedback came, as you, as you went through edits, did you find yourself crafting it differently for the second one and the third one? Or did you stay true to what you think you originally wrote? I think it, it always stayed true because I did kind of treat it as a beginning, middle, end rather than book one, two, and three. But yeah. um, the first book was really colossal and just, as you said, world building. Um, so there's a lot more that needs to go into it. Yeah. And then the second book, I could kind of just flow. And yeah. um, the first book, I had to chop it down. It was double its current size. Yeah. <laughs> I had to be cutthroat with that thing, but then it yeah. became more natural and I didn't need to bulk up the second one for the sake of it. 
Yeah. And that's good. That's that's the craft of your writing improvement too. You can, yeah, it's distinctive in, in your development um, as an author as well. Your confidence came too. So you can see that. Well done. So um, what did you, um, you said you cut a lot out of the first book, but what did you take out of this book? What did you feel you, you removed that, you know, what was your, what was your, heartbreak moment where you went no but you could see the practicality of having to remove something or having to you know sacrifice a chapter or a paragraph what happened did you have one of those really selfish and not done that (laughs) i know that that is necessary sometimes yeah but i actually because it was so spanned across the three yeah was even though everything evolves pretty naturally with me everything that goes in is there intentionally so yeah um if something's feeling useless, I'm not going to write it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you sort of feel, sense it straight away that it's redundant, it's not relative, it's not moving the story. It just doesn't feel good, so I just stop progressing with that and move on. Good. good. Yeah. Okay. So um, what do you, um, I guess, what do you, what would you say? Like you've written the trilogy, which is, yeah, we'll know the third one soon, but what's what else is coming from Shelly Cats? What's happening in the, in the future for you? Writing-wise, <laughs> what are you planning to do? I'm having fun with different genres and I'm trying to rein that into just one genre now. So the <laughs> um, the fairy's tale is obviously part of um, fantasy world. Yes. Um, I've played with dystopian future, but um, the, the thing that I'm focusing on, on at the moment is more gritty real world gang life. Yeah. Looking at um, a very wow. diverse lifestyle. Hmm. Wow, that's fantastic. Wow, is that, is that researched or are you like doing fundamental research for that one? <laughs> that's no, <really> scary. <laughs> no, um, this, this is... Not driving like, around the ghettos at night, are you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can't you see that for me? Yeah, um, that's what I'm thinking. Like. Um, no, this is if you have read S.E. Hinton's The Outsiders, mm-hmm. but... If very, girls very had cool. been kick-ass and girls had been part of the gang and if yeah. um, people had been open with sexualities and people had been more free. So yeah, wow. it's, so it's a gang with all the juicy bits. The, the pink ladies with daggers. <laughs> so, um, so with um, the rate and going back to the work, of course, what was what did you feel? Did you have any moments in that book that were hard to write, like large, like laborious or, or that you, you know, you struggled with was there any challenges you found in that book the second one um so the way that I write is that I have these light bulb moments and I see Mm -hmm. how I'm going to get to these big moments and then sometimes (laughs) the fact that I have to get there first is a Uh bit of an effort I need to fill in that gap to get them there and and the journey so you're sort of writing backwards yeah, I, you sort one, of go. Okay, that's where I am, and I want to. How do I? How do I get them there and pull it backwards to where you are? It's as if you can take two steps forward, and only when you yeah. take those two steps will the next two steps light up. Okay. Um, so they've lit up, and I need to get to there, um, but <laughs> but still not just make it feel like I'm getting there for the sake of it. Oh, the wow. things in between are worthwhile. <laughs> Goodness me, you've got you, you, that's a quite an interesting style, especially from such a big story. Like it is a big story; it's a big book, like a lot of events, a lot of characters, characterization in it, a lot of effect in it, um, which is amazing. You know, from as you say, one so young um, to take such a, a big story. Um, so yeah, but as I'm saying to Shelley here, everyone watching, 
Um, the book, The Raven, is available everywhere. The books are sold. We do ask you to go into your bookstores and buy them and support local businesses as much as possible. Always, please. Uh, you can buy it online as well through our website or any other website you might buy books through. Um, but please support indie authors and uh, indie books. So getting back to Shelley, um, we talked about it earlier in other interviews, but what what interesting and um um, I guess unique quirks do you have as a writer just to share with new viewers who might not have seen the first video yet um, it's changed so much I'm like a totally different writer to when I wrote the trilogy now um, the, you're a totally looking, different looking woman like I mean you've got like, blonde hair last time we interviewed you you were dark and brunette brown hair. <laughs> and yeah now, now you have this blonde crop it's like wow you know, it suits you but oh, yeah, I should have seen like start of the year it was pink and then so I've just pink. just washed out the blue. <laughs> okay, there you go. Well, we should have done the video sooner. But um, so, so as a writer, colour your hair. <laughs> so you, you've you've changed and matured and grown as a writer as well, which is great. So tell us more. Tell us what is your quirk? Where how's your quirks evolved in writing? Um, I think now my quirks are just to strip it back, and for some reason now I'm more focused on dialogue to push the story, okay. whereas in the fantasy, yep. like Lord of the Rings style, you know, it could be Big 10 range. pages to describe a rock, so yeah. <laughs> the quirks have changed. Yeah. But you got to remember too, the rocks in uh, Lord of the Rings actually spoke, didn't they? Or was that Lord of the Rings? No, that was something else. I think it was, a, no, they trees, the trees spoke. The trees. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so what... Um, what do you love about writing for yourself as much as you do for other people? Like what keeps you motivated as an author, as a writer? Um, oh, to be honest, sometimes you just want to despair because it's not going where you want it to go. But <laughs> the thing that motivates me is I've got no choice. Um, yeah. I will be so much, even though I feel unhappy sometimes that I, I'm not, giving my books to as many people as I wish, yeah. I would be so much unhappier if I was suppressing what needs to come out. Um, so yeah. it's like I really don't have a choice. If there's something in my head, it's going to stay there. I can hear their voices and I'm not crazy, but mm. I, can, I can hear what these characters are meant to be saying and yeah. as I'm driving, like it'll, it would drive me crazy if I didn't yeah. get them out. Yeah, and that's that's what that's what the true, I guess, creative spirit is is that is that inner self that that is there and 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 part of the journey of writing, because that's the expression you have to have, and that's what makes you unique as an author, as a talented you know, uh, creator of of that story and that world that you've you've indulged in for since you were a young lad, a young lady. So I mean, gosh, long time, you know. Well, okay, not that long. Everybody, you're still only twenty one, I suppose. Like, but anyway, so so yeah, so um, thanks again for, for writing the Raiden um, and sharing it with everybody and letting us uh, support you. So um, it's a nice short interview, this one, because we have talked a lot before and I'm going to promote that other video as well with this one. I want everybody to know who this author, who Shelley Cass is. She's wonderful and um, she's done a great series of fantasy for people who love that genre. Um, but thank you so much for joining us um, and talking to me again. Thank you for representing me. You're most welcome. So, everybody, please buy the raid and enjoy it. Um, give feedback to to Shelley. She's always open to it as well. But also, you know, just you know, help her feed her her uh, feed, feed her my soul. Feed her soul. <laughs> you know. But uh, thank you for watching, everybody, and uh, grab a copy of the raid. It's a great book.
We hope you enjoyed this episode of Between the Covers, produced by Shoreline Publishing. 